After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily, and we always appreciate it when you share that on social media. Welcome back, guys. Things are moving fast. Even since uh, last night's show, uh, things are moving in a rapid direction in this country. Uh, We've seen Ron DeSantis drop out in the past week. We saw Vivek drop out after Iowa. I think we're going to see a lot of their voters uh, break towards President Trump. And I think his support going into Super Tuesday, uh, it's going to be clear. The only people that are against Trump still are the uh, never Trumpers, people who are never going to vote for President Trump in the first place. Uh, these are the people that are still against President Trump. I don't put a lot of stock into the the loud voices online that are acting like, uh, oh, I'm not going to vote for Trump. Uh, Nikki Haley supporters or former Ron DeSantis supporters. Uh, I believe that the real Ron DeSantis supporters, the real Republicans, will be voting for Trump because they see that Joe Biden has destroyed our country. So I think this narrative is being a little bit overblown with what you see online. Uh, These voices are just very loud, the anti-Trump voices. And I have a feeling if you looked at their timeline uh, from several years ago, they were either on the Trump bandwagon cashing in, or they were always anti-Trump cashing in and writing anti trump books and then they just went with desantis because he was the next best thing but uh ron desantis uh, i thought his speech was great when he dropped out i'm really uh, happy he did the right thing dropping out before new hampshire uh hopefully uh, the republican party can unite come together behind the clear candidate uh rob what are your thoughts on what we've seen this past week with ron desantis vivek and how the gop primary is shaping up Andrew, I think this is huge by, you know, no stretch of the imagination. This is what has happened, what has transpired over the past 72 hours, two days or whatnot, is huge. Because we have to remember that, and and this is going on, they're counting the votes now as we speak, Tuesday night in New Hampshire. And what we have to realize is that Trump won Iowa, hands down, resoundingly, although the media tried to play it down. Some of them are saying that, no, you know, he didn't even win with a lot of the votes. A lot of people didn't come out to vote. Now, this is the the same media who was saying that people weren't going to come out because it was cold, but enough came out to give him 50% 50 win. Now they want to downplay it and say, oh, well, a lot of people didn't come out. You see how they they switch this backwards and forward so that it doesn't look good? And then they fail to realize or fail to say that Nikki Haley, they were saying, oh, well, Nikki Haley, she's going to win, that she actually went out and campaigned asking people to switch their parties, Democrats, and vote for her, knowing fully well that if she were to win during a general election, they're not going to vote for her. It's like, are these people deceiving themselves? Is she trying to play this entire game that the Democrats have been playing so that she could say, oh, well, they cheated. They didn't want to vote for me because I'm a woman. And then to hear this woman on MSNBC, PMSNBC, say that the reason why Trump won, the people that voted for him because of the evangelicals, white evangelicals, and that there's just too many in Iowa. 
This is the same PMS NBC who said this summer that the white evangelicals were turning against Trump. Now that they're showed up for Trump, she doesn't like it. You see, Trump can't win with these people. They will spin the narrative no matter how they want to spin it, but as long as it makes them look good, as long as they are able to try to tear you away from Trump with all these false allegations, it just makes absolutely no sense. And this shows you that the deep state is in fact intact and they want to destroy the country. Trump's win in Iowa was monumental. It was huge. And it was by a long stretch. Nikki Haley wasn't, didn't even come close. Remember what Chris Christie said? That she was going to get trounced. And she did in Iowa. And hopefully again tonight in New Hampshire. Ron DeSantis dropping out. A lot of people are saying, oh, well, his votes are going to go to Nikki Haley. Well, the two didn't even like each other. <laughs> it's obvious. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure either, Andrew. And I think this is just indicative as to the woman that she is. And and I've admitted it on this show at one point. I was there with her all the way saying that I even said once, Andrew, that she has a potential of being a president, president material. But after her performance, this election cycle, we shouldn't let her anywhere near the White House. Because she is an appeaser. She does not she doesn't stand by her word. And I think she's only in it just because she feels as if though I'm a, I'm a conservative woman and you must vote for me. Now, hear me clearly. If she ultimately gets the nomination, I will vote for her with reservations and I will stay on top of her and make certain that she holds the party line, the party line of MAGA. But other than right. that, the woman scares me, Andrew. She lacks character. And uh, a lot of people gave Ron DeSantis a hard time, rightfully so, for being disloyal. But uh, Nikki Haley, I mean, she's even more disloyal than Ron DeSantis ever was. Uh, this woman was posting clips on her ex account recently of President Trump praising her uh, when she was the U.N. ambassador, talking about how she did a good job. And uh, then she went on to rip President Trump, saying, oh, well, he's not saying this now. And. Uh, taking a bunch of cheap shots at President Trump when he's the one that appointed her in that position and gave her that opportunity and likely is the one who directed what positions to take when she went there. So her complete lack of appreciation for President Trump for giving her that opportunity, instead she's mocking him, uh, it just shows what kind of low-class moves she's doing in this campaign to get elected. She will say or do anything at this point that her handlers want her to say. Uh, she's like uh, what we were seeing from Biden in 2020, where everything that she says, Rob, on this campaign trail sounds completely rehearsed and like it's been fed to her uh, from campaign strategists and uh, handlers. Well, it is rehearsed. And I, I have to admit that the whole thing with the videotape with her showing that Trump praising her, I have to give it to her. That was very clever for her to do it. But we have to put it into context. He was speaking about the job that she was doing as a UN ambassador. He's not talking about what she's doing now. He's not talking about what she did after Jan 6, how she attacked him. So we have to put it in perspective. That being said, I still give her credit because Trump did the same thing when the governor of Iowa came out and endorsed Ron DeSantis. He just went back and got the tape of her endorsing him when he was running for the presidency. So I, I you know, I give it to her. A good move, but it's not a great move. It is not going to get you to where you want to go. 
And just going back to, like you said, some of the things that she's saying, she came out and she attacked Trump because she said that Trump confused her with Nancy Pelosi. And then she wanted to question his mental capacity. To me, that was a low blow because she knows that it was a mistake. Yes. But for her to try to harp on that, well, you know, his mental capacity, he's confusing me with Nancy Pelosi. I mean, his age, we need to look at that. And I felt that she was saying that out of spite. It wasn't genuine. She wasn't doing it to say, well, you know, this is how we have to do it. No, she was trying to cause doubt because she knows that a lot of people are raising doubt about Joe Biden and his mental capacity and his cognitive skills, and rightfully so. And Andrew, I got to be honest, I don't think the Republicans do enough bringing that issue to the forefront. I think they should talk about it more. Though some would say, but if we talk about that, they're going to talk about Trump at his age. Let them do it. It's not about the age. It's the mental capacity, his mental acuity, his cognitive skills, which Joe does not have. Every time we see Joe out on the campaign trail or just out and about, when we do see him out, I mean, he's only been on the campaign trail once when he delivered that hateful speech about Jan 6. But other than that, he's stumbling, he's mumbling, he's incoherent, he looks confused, and they want to tell us this guy is working all cylinders? He's not. And even in New Hampshire, he's yet to go there to campaign. The folks in New Hampshire, the Granite State, they should not vote for him because he's showing you this is who I am. I cut off the fossil fuel and I'm going to keep cutting things off because I don't care about you. I'm more concerned with this woke agenda of the progressive end of my party. I mean, this man is showing us who he is the same way Nikki Haley is showing us. And when she came out, people are saying, oh, well, she's now attacking Trump. No, she's been vindictive. She's afraid now because she knows that tonight could be the end. This could put the nail in the coffin. And if by chance, Andrew, I will say, if she's able to best Trump, albeit by a thin margin, she only did so because she went out and told the folks in New Hampshire who are independents and some are Democrats that they could switch their party over. Last year in October, October 2023, they could switch over and either register as a Republican and vote for her or register as an independent. A lot of people do it. They've been reporting about this. A lot of them did it. Now, do you actually think during the general election that they're going to come in and vote for her? Absolutely not. But they'll do it now because mm -hmm. they don't like Trump or they feel that, hey, we'll very easily be able to defeat her in a general election because of all the baggage. Remember, it just came out last week that she had an affair on her husband. Now, I don't know if it's true right. or not. Not just one affair, but two affairs. And I think that that's worth looking at. If you're going to bring up Trump's affairs, other people's affairs of a man, you should be able to do the same thing with the woman. Yeah. And I'd even draw into question uh, with these affairs. It's not a good look for her to be riding around in Chris Sununu's Mustang on social media, talking him up, bragging about uh, what a study is, basically, uh, that the same week that you're being accused of affairs. I mean, it's got to be pretty embarrassing for her husband. Nonetheless... Uh, Nikki Haley, uh, she's ran a very divisive campaign, and the elephant in the room is uh, it was very divisive between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. Uh, we're already seeing a, a lot of the uh, big-time Ron DeSantis supporters jump back on the Trump train, uh, which I'm happy to see. Uh, but like I said in the opening, 
some of them just will never be satisfied. These people were never going to vote for President Trump in the first place. Uh, I think President Trump's ready to forgive and forget uh, as long as people don't continue to bash him. Any of these rhinos who uh, continue to go on the news outlets and bash President Trump, uh, I think he'll give it back to him. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Rob? I don't know about in New York City, but um, here in Illinois, I haven't really met any Ron DeSantis fans. I don't mean that as a shot at Ron DeSantis, but I just think he's well-known in Florida. Um, I don't really think he's got this huge base that's going to uh, cost Trump the election because uh, people were mean on social media or President Trump was taking shots at Ron DeSantis. I think this is all being overblown. And I think the people with integrity are going to jump back on board uh, with President Trump. What are your thoughts? I agree with you completely. Uh, there's always room in the Trump camp. Trump is ready to forgive. He easily forgive and will make up. Because as he said in Iowa, and he said it so eloquently during the uh, a town hall when a woman was asking him about abortion and his position on abortion. And he said, you know, I got I took care of abortion for you. No other president did it. Everyone else talked about it, but I did it with the Supreme Court picks that I got. He said, but now we have to, to win elections. And in order to win elections, we've got to give a little in order to gain a lot. And I thought that was so well put that we have to win elections and people have to understand that. So it just goes back to you saying that Trump forgiving. Yes, Trump will forgive. And he's willing to accept people back into the fold. But as you said, there are some never never Trumpers, deep rhinos like Karl Rove, the Bushes, that won't accept Trump. They'll probably jump on the Nikki Haley bandwagon thinking we have one last hurrah and it has to be her. Now, granted, they don't like her, but the dislike is greater for Trump because they know that Trump is going to dismantle the establishment. He's going to take it away. He's going to say no. This has to end here. So I'm not at all surprised that a lot of these people are moving over to Trump. And I think that Ron DeSantis was misguided when he even considered to run. Yes, he was a great governor. And he did a lot of great things. And as you said, but outside of Florida, who knows of Ron? I mean, he should have thought about that when he got into the race that, OK, maybe I might win Iowa maybe New Hampshire, but can I win the other states? I don't have a my name recognition, and neither does Nikki. Now, he was probably thinking that his party, the ground game that he had, was going to help his name get out there. But there were even people in Florida, Andrew, that said that they wanted to keep him as the governor. So now, hopefully, those people won't be torn between DeSantis or Trump, and that they will come on board the Trump train. We need Trump. Now, I know Nikki's saying chaos follows him, but put it into perspective. Why does chaos follow him? Is it his fault? No, it's not his fault. It's the fault of the media. So she's buying into that narrative. She's creating more chaos by saying that because now they're going to be looking at, oh, is Trump going to deliver a one, two, two punch on her and knock her out? Oh, how can he do that to a woman? Well, I don't see her as being a woman. I just see her as being a candidate. And if you're going to jump into the ring, you better be ready to fight. Plain and simple. So don't even go down that that let line of, oh, they're doing this to me because I'm a woman. And I'm sure that will come out eventually, that she's going to try to use that, that I'm a woman and this is why they're attacking me. No, nope, don't do it. 
I don't want to hear that. And I would say this to my fellow Republicans, the alpha Republicans and some of the ones that are beta. It's time to stick together with the men. I have nothing against the women. Okay, hear me clearly. But it's time to stick together because men have been poo-pooed on for too long. We have been attacked as being toxic males. And the only thing we have done is to stand up and fight. When it's time to fight, we're the first in line. We're always willing to take a punch. So it's time to stand up, stop being weak, and say, Nikki, we respect you. But this go around, I'm sorry. We got to vote for Trump. We got to vote for our alpha male. Maybe next time, but I don't think there should be a next time for her because she has shown us who she is. Because she should do like Ron DeSantis and just bow out. She's not going to win South Carolina, even if tonight, Andrew, she wins New Hampshire. And we'll talk about this in the next block because I know you feel that this is going Trump is going to seal the deal tonight. But even if she were to win, I don't think she's going to win her home state of South Carolina. Tim Scott came out and endorsed Trump. And this past weekend, Andrew, did you see the rally in New Hampshire? You had the governor. You had other big wig players in South Carolina. They came out and endorsed Trump. How can she get around that, Andrew? Yeah, I don't think she's going to be able to get around that. Uh, I think President Trump, things are looking very good. Things seem to be heading in the right direction for him politically. Uh, legally, we'll speak more on that later in the show, what some of these radical leftist judges have been trying to pull on him and are going to continue to try and pull on him up until the election. But you guys are tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Lean, pure, with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's the perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with Pure Plant Protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. We are back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. And well, Rob, despite the rhinos, uh, the sellouts, the TV networks, social media censorship, the horrible coverage... Uh, the January 6th uh, 
insurrection, as the Democrats put it, it looks like it's going to be a clean sweep for President Trump, in my opinion. And uh, this is just unbelievable what this guy can get through and continue to be the top nominee, to continue to maintain his popularity. And I think what we're going to see here in 2024 is his popularity is going to even continue to grow. I think these indictments are going to work against the Democrats. I do not believe these polls for a second that say 80% of voters would not vote for Trump uh, if one of these phony charges sticks. Uh, We've seen them try this before in Congress. Uh, Some of the accusations they made against him, the Ukrainian impeachment, uh, it didn't do nothing to his popularity. Uh, So, yeah, President Trump, I think things are definitely heading in the right direction, and it could be a clean sweep, Rob. I would like to think that, Andrew. And last week I would have said that was the case, but they're they're counting the votes now while we're on air, and they might, you know, announce who the winner is at any given point in time. And the folks in the back can let us know if we're still on the air. But as I mentioned in the first block, Andrew, Nikki has – actively gone out, she and the governor of New Hampshire, and almost rallied or got people to change their party position to vote for her. Now, he's a popular governor in New Hampshire. But when you have someone who's actively going out and knowing, you know, playing on the dislike for Trump, you know, we know you hate him. So this is how you can sock it to him. Vote for her. No, they're not going to vote for her during the general, and she knows this. But look at how deceptive she's being. And if she best Trump tonight, she's going to come out and she's going to say, look, they want me. They want me. No, they don't. This is all smoke screens and, and mirrors, and the media knows it on both sides, Andrew. I mean, we were talking during the break about the anchor on Fox News, Neil Cavuto. And you're saying you don't can't believe how he still has a show because he's so dry. But this guy is in that camp. I mean, when he found out that DeSantis dropped out, he and so many others who claim to be conservatives, I mean, they were right out mad. I wouldn't at all be surprised if they called him up and said, what the heck are you doing? How dare you? No, they knew that he wasn't going to win. But as long as they can stop Trump, and see, that's what we have. A lot of people just want to stop Trump. They want to keep bringing up the fact that, oh, look at all these charges that are brought up against him. If we had a real lawyer who really likes practicing law and loves the country, loves the Constitution, love our justice system, they would come out, create a PAC or give a press conference and say, these charges are frivolous. It makes no sense. This would not happen to the worst person out there. But what they're doing is that they're bringing this out there. And with the help of the media, a destructive arm of the Democrat Party, they're pushing this narrative that Trump has done something wrong. I know you guys have heard Bill Barter come out and say, oh, no, this is wrong. And Chris Christie and some of the others. But listen to us. This is much to do about nothing. And they are putting a lot of damage on our criminal justice system. And if it does not stop, we are no better than any other third world country out there. China sees this, China knows it, and China is waiting to come in and pick up the pieces. And that's the reason why Joe Biden will not criticize China. That is a reason why almost $130 million has been sent to UPenn by the Chinese government 
to prop up their agenda. Look it up. Why isn't the Department of Justice investigated? All this money that is coming in from across seas, overseas, into these universities at Harvard, Yale, Princeton. That's how they have these big endowments. You see, Trump would stop that. He would end it. He would expose it. But at the same time, Andrew, we've got to make certain that we have senators and representatives that will support his agenda and not fight him at every angle. We've got to make certain that they think the same way. Because just imagine if they were to all come together as one and say, we need to end this the same way the Democrats came together in 2016 through Trump's entire term in office to fight against him, to disrupt his process policies, his administration. Imagine if Republicans were to say, we're doing the right thing. Let's come together. Now, I'm sure there are the Ann Coulters that are out there, that knucklehead who's supposed to be a writer. I don't even look at her anymore. And I'm glad she's not on Fox News anymore. Not that Fox News wouldn't mind having her out there, Andrew. <laughs> Has anyone checked in on her since Ron DeSantis dropped out? I wonder <laughs> if she's doing okay. Oh, she's fit to be tied. She is fit to be tied. She's probably angry. Like, how could he? I don't believe. You know, she has a high-pitched voice. I can't believe this. You know, she used to date, I think, what was the guy's name on PMS NBC? Oh, gosh. I see him right now. She used to date him. He's a loser. And Alec, uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, gosh, Jennifer Lopez's husband used to do a great rendition of him. Keith Obermeyer. She used to date him, I think. She used to date him, and I think also Laura Ingrams used to date him. Can you imagine? I mean, what is what is this guy doing? Like, how is he pulling these women? Now, I don't know if that's for for true, guys. Look it up. But I I heard that they used to date. But anyway, I'm sure she's fit to be tied now that Ron DeSantis is has stepped out and he's endorsing Trump. And the only reason why she didn't like Trump is because she claims that Trump didn't build a wall. And it's like, okay, but look at what he was going up against. And he validated why he can do it. He said, okay. I'm going to fund the military. I don't ever want this to happen again because we've got to fund our military. And he cares about our military. Of course, Mad Dog Mattis tripped him, tricked him into doing this. And then she just turned like, I don't like him anymore because he didn't build a wall. It's like, Ann Coulter, come on. Come on now. But going back to what I was saying, these never Trumpers, uh, they will do everything they can to try to squeak out a victory for Nikki Haley. And Andrew, I mean, after, let's say she gets it tonight. What about South Carolina? From what I'm hearing, that's going to be a washout because all the people there support Trump. You have the governor, you have the representatives, the senators. They've come out. Look at what's his name has even come out and said that he's going to support Trump. So who does she have? Tim Scott. He came out. I support Trump. He was running. So what does she have? And Trump has already come out to say, Andrew, that he will not, she is not even being considered for the ticket. So all of those people who are behind closed doors trying to push it, they say, you got to have her there because she would bring in the women. She would bring in the suburban moms. Nope, nope. Get someone else. We don't need her. We can't have her. Because as I said before, and I do believe this, Andrew, she would fight Trump tooth and nail every step of the way, every policy. She would be that part in the White House who would setting up camp going against Trump. And you got to also realize, people, that the person he picks, that person 
is going to be, or we be considered, not even considered, but the, the heir apparent for 2028. So he has to choose wisely. I mean, I want him to choose someone that I can get behind. Well, whoever he chooses, I'm going to support it. But he just can't be Nikki. A lot of people are saying Lee Zeldin. I know, Andrew, you had said uh, Christine Nome. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think he would pick uh, Tim Scott because Tim Scott doesn't bring anything to the table. And I don't see Tim as being presidential material. I don't see the doctor either. Uh, being what is that doctor's name who had run with Trump and he's uh, Ben Carson. I don't see him as being presidential material either. I mean, if he were to pick them, I don't see them as being the heir apparent. He would just pick them for now. Then they would get someone new, but he has to pick someone who's going to be the heir apparent, Andrew. I've heard uh, Sarah Sanders is up for consideration also. And uh, I was listening to uh, Glenn Beck recently and Glenn Beck said, President Trump reached out to him and asked him his opinion on who, the vice president should be and Glenn Beck's all in on the Vivek train. So he said uh, Vivek because he thinks he'd be a great candidate for 2024. And Glenn Beck claims that President Trump's response was that's the answer he gets the most out of anybody. So um, I think that he's probably in consideration. I think someone like Sarah Sanders is in consideration. Um, there's a lot of great candidates that he could choose from. But yes, they have to bring something different to the table. Uh, than just being a carbon copy of President Trump. That's why I don't think Ron DeSantis would be a good fit because his policy is too similar. And uh, really, he doesn't have much that separates him from Trump whatsoever. Uh, Byron Donalds is another one I'd like to see. Right. DeSantis wouldn't bring anything to the table. Uh, I don't but by, I don't think Vivek has a staying power who would... I don't see him as being able to galvanize a lot of people. He does have his supporters, but he would not be able to galvanize the masses to get behind him. And what you got to realize is that you have to look at the different states that you're going to and to where Trump will look at his, his wins. Now, if he were to choose by Beck, if he's planning on running the table as he did in 2016, he might be a viable candidate. But I see more, and I forgot about Sarah Sanders. I could see people getting behind a Sarah Sanders if he want to, if he wanted to like stabilize a ticket and say, okay, we're open. Our party is open for everyone. Oh, yes, Vivek would be a candidate for that, but I don't see him being able to run the tables with him necessarily. Sarah Sanders, I do see it. We know how she would uh, operate. Of course, the media would attack her nonstop, attack another female, and they would have female females attacking her. They would even have men attacking her. They don't care. It's only when you have a Republican attacking a female does the media galvanize and say, oh, this is not fair. But other than that, it's fair game. Now, I did a show last night. I don't know if you guys were listening last night. I was talking about Michelle Obama and how the the, a lot of people on the right, they're saying that Michelle Obama is going to be a contender. And I don't see it. I don't see them getting all the way to the convention, the Democrat convention, and then them deciding, okay, Joe can't do it. Yeah. And Joe says, I'm going to give my uh, delegates to Michelle or even Andrew if Joe were to die midway. That is a possibility because the man is going downhill fast. Yeah, I don't see Michelle Obama as a real possibility either. I mean, I don't think the Obamas would ever put themselves on the line and run against President Trump in an election uh, because if they lost, they would never live that down. It would just be a huge blow to them. It was already a big blow when President Trump got elected in 2016. 
running against the failed Obama administrations. Running against the failed Obama administration, he beat out Hillary Clinton, although they tried to say that the election was stolen. We knew that was a lie. Let's see, that's something else that Trump definitely needs to correct the record once he's back in office. All those people who said it, they need to be called up, put before the House and say, why did you lie? Like right now, Andrew, I heard that they have the votes to impeach the Secretary of Homeland Security, Mallorca. They should have done it a long time ago. I mean, I don't know what they've been waiting for. If you got the votes, just do it before you have some weak Republicans getting scared and saying, oh, we can't do it. Uh, impeach him. Kick him out of office. He shouldn't be there. He has destroyed the border. Yeah, you think about it, it's 2024 now, uh, the 2022 midterms, we took back the majority. And I'd have to say, uh, the next time this Republican House does something impressive will be the first time. I mean, this has just been a lame duck session. They haven't even really been able to block Biden uh, from a lot of his radical uh, money sending to foreign countries and a lot of the other things that he's been trying to get done Uh this Congress definitely is going to need reevaluated when President Trump gets back in later this year. They're afraid to do anything. They're afraid yes. of their own shadow. I mean, they should have already impeached this guy. He has destroyed the border. Look at the millions of illegals that have come here. Now, two things about the illegals. Uh, before, let me see, how can I say this? Because I, <laughs> I don't want pe people to take it the wrong way. Now, I have been saying for the longest, talking about illegals and call them illegal aliens. A lot of people say, oh, that's offensive, offensive. Well, I'd rather call them that than to call them undocumented workers because they, while they are undocumented, but they are still here illegal. So if the term illegal immigrants make you feel more comfortable, I will say that. I feel more comfortable saying illegal aliens because they are here. But then someone will say, well, but they're not necessarily an alien. Okay, illegal immigrants. Whatever you want, they're here illegal. Mallorca should have already been impeached. What the heck have they been waiting on? Right now, we have over, I think, 8 million illegals here in this country waiting for citizenship. And to boot, what's her name? Nikki Haley is saying that maybe we should look at amnesty. Are you serious? What about the people who have paid money to come here legally and do it the right way? We should just grant all these illegals amnesty? We don't know who they are. We know that a lot of them are probably from China. And a lot of them are probably terrorists waiting for a terrorist attack. And as Trump said, between now and the next two years, we could expect a terrorist attack because we don't know who's in the country. And Biden doesn't know. And now, Andrew, Biden is even saying that there is a crisis at the border. OK, and how long did it take you to realize that? That there is a crisis. And even, Andrew, Andrew get a load of this. Just we're talking about Trump's administration and vice president, whatnot. And I'll talk more about Sarah, Sarah Sanders on the, the uh, third half of the, of the show, because I think that she is a viable candidate. I'd forgotten about her. You know who I think, Andrew, he should pick for Secretary of Treasure? I think he should pick Jamie Dimon. I know he's a liberal, but the things he has come out and said as of lately, and you remember when Trump was in office, a lot of people were floating his name around. I think he should pick him, and I think that if Trump were to reach out to him, I think he would, and I think that he would not do like some of the others and try to sabotage Trump. But I think he should pick Jamie Dimon, the head of the largest bank in the world, who's always gotten it right. And when he came out and said, okay, the Democrats need to stop saying that mega people are evil or bad, 
because that's going to backfire. Trump was right about the border. Trump was right about China. Trump was right about inflation. I think that should be the pick for Secretary of Treasury. And I do think, Andrews, that a lot of these businessmen are slowly looking at this and saying, regardless as to what they're doing with Trump with all these lawsuits, he's going to get back in office. And when he gets back in office, the country will be turned around, Andrew. Yes, it will. And it's just been a real shame to see what President Trump has had to go through while trying to campaign uh, the stunt this judge pulled, uh, not delaying his case by a day uh, when he attended his wife's mother's funeral it was just disgusting. The tactics these people are going to use against President Trump. Uh, you notice he's got a court case the day before New Hampshire. He had a court case the day before Iowa. He's got a court case the day before Super Tuesday. They say this isn't political, but I'm not buying it for a second. They're trying to tie this man up and just uh, drain his resources, drain his energy, take everything they can out of him uh, because they know this MAGA fan base is riled up and uh, sleepy Joe Biden has nothing of merit to run on. So it's not looking good for the Democrats. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You can go to HealthyCell.com or AmericaOutloud.shop. Check out the great products and save on Healthy Cell with the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Expert opinions, honest debate, and in-depth investigations are what you've come to expect from AmericaOutloud.news. We don't shy away from speaking the truth boldly and plainly. All that's missing is the propaganda that has infected legacy and social media. Get the best of down and dirty, wholesome American speak. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. 
get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off. We are back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew. And as I mentioned before the break, uh, these Judge Kaplan trying to tie up President Trump trying to not or not trying did not delay the case by a day uh for president trump to attend melania's mother's funeral it was just disgusting and like i was saying the tactics they're using to tie him up before these elections are completely predictable rob and uh we're going to see more of it heading into 2024 and i'm not buying into this uh narrative that even if Trump does get indicted on one of these bogus charges, it will plummet his support. I think like we've seen from Trump in the past, uh, it won't really affect him or it will make him even more popular because people are on to these witch hunts. They are on to the witch hunts. And as you said, this judge, Lewis Kaplan, he could have very easily delayed court for a day. And we spoke about this before, Andrew, last week. Uh but he didn't want to because he wants to show that he's in control. And I'm surprised. Well, no, I'm not surprised. I was going to say I'm surprised that the media didn't call this judge out. I'm not at all surprised because they, they're they enjoying this. They want to make it difficult for Trump. And the reason it would be for the judge, he would probably say, well, if I were to delay this, you'll go to the uh, your wife's funeral. But at the same time, you'll go to some campaign rally. So if you can do that, why can't you just, uh, why should we delay court? And he went into this whole thing, well, we would have to look at, it's going to be costly to the jurors. It's going to be costly to security. Well, no one told you guys to bring this case up. No one told you to come in and say, oh, we're going to give E. Jean Carroll additional money because Trump slandered her. This is a woman who brought forth the case. And this took place on, I think it was December 31st, 2020, Andrew Cuomo and his lackeys put into law allowing received the so-called victims to have additional time to file suits against people or men that they say have sexually harassed them or uh, attacked them, abused them. Now, needless to say, this same law impacted Cuomo because he had accusers to come out against him. Oh, and by the way, Cuomo is now suing Letitia James, saying that he wants to see all the records, all the files for the lawsuit that she brought against him or the charges that she leveled against him. We did a show called They Eat Their Own. And here we have, again, another Democrat going after a Democrat. But I think this is fair, because they need to expose Letitia James. Because when she was campaigning for that office, Attorney General, she said, I'm going to go after Trump. I am going to go after him. You can't do that. And if you do do it, you need to be kicked out of office, removed from office. But these judges like Aragon, who's working with her to steal Trump's real estate empire from him, they don't care. They're okay with this. And now you have Kaplan and this E. Jean Carroll lawsuit. She would have never been able to bring put, uh, put forth this lawsuit had it not been for New York City changing the law. That's double jeopardy. She would have never been able to bring forth this lawsuit had it not been for the founder of LinkedIn giving her money to go forward with this. Now, because he's giving her money, is she going to have to pay this money back? Because you're able to give people money as a gift, I'm told, 
that's under, I think, $10,000. You don't have to pay taxes on it. But if it's over that, it's either a loan or you have to pay taxes on it. Is she going to pay taxes on this? Is she going to give this money back to him? Is yeah, she going to write this off? It also came out that George Conway was partially responsible for E. Jean Carroll uh, going after President Trump. He actually reached out to her and uh, helped her find lawyers uh, to go after him. So it's just the same never Trump camp uh, that is supporting her and propping her up just out of pure desperation to once again uh, cost Donald Trump. To cost Donald Trump. Now, imagine, if you will, have the tables been turned and this was a Republican doing this. The media would be all over it. They would be reporting this. Oh, look at look at this angle and that angle and this. And we got to consider this and we got to bring this person in and that person in. But because it's against Trump, they're quiet. It's crickets. They don't care. They're okay with this. And that's wrong. We as American citizens should look at this and call it out. Now, to throw something else onto this, Trump doing his rally on uh, this past weekend, I thought it was brilliant. You know why? Because he did something that I've been saying he should do all along. He went through this litany of accusations that the media has brought against him. The first one he said that, which I thought was really good. Remember when he was on Hannity and he said that he, Sean Hannity asked him if he would be a dictator. And he said, no. Then he said, oh, no, actually, I would be a dictator for one day. And Hannity said, what? You would be a dictator? He said, yeah, to shut down the border. Now, I thought it was a wrong choice of words. He should have never said it. But he was kidding. He was playing around, which is what Trump does. But the media took it and they ran with it. He said he's going to be a dictator and he's going to go after all of his enemies and he's going to do this and he's going to do that. And on Saturday, Trump said, yes, I said it, but I was joking. He said, and I said some more to that, but the media won't play it. The media that's in the back room back there, they wouldn't play it. I thought, bam, he needs to say that. Now, I'm sure that the other Right-wing news organizations aren't going to report on what he said to clarify it, but here and after dark with Robin Andrew, we're going to do it because it needs to be clarified because the media is spinning a lie. He did not say he was going to be the, a dictator in the sense of a true dictator like Joe Biden. He was kidding. And if he's going to be a dictator on anything, I would want him to be a dictator and shut down the border and say no one else has a say. I'm going to shut it down. Now, the other thing he brought out is this whole thing with Trump being forgetful. He said that he called Joe Biden Barack Obama when actually is Joe Biden who's in office. He said, I was kidding. He said, and actually what I was doing was saying that Joe Biden's term in office is a third term for Barack Obama. I knew exactly what I was saying. But see, the media wanted you to think, oh, he's forgetful. He forgot and he called it. He said that Obama was still in office. Now, Joe Biden has done that so many times said that Obama is still the president, Kamala Harris is the president, JFK is the president, and the media says nothing. Oh, Joe, he gets confused. He, uh, he's tongue-tied. He stutters. But it's okay when Joe does it. Trump also called out this whole thing when he was walking down the stairway from on Iowa, and he was holding on to the rail. He said, I was talking and I was thinking. I didn't want to fall because, of course, had I fallen down, they would have said that, there's something wrong with my gate. There is something wrong with oh, uh, Biden's gate, but no one wants to say anything about it. I mean, there's something so wrong with it. The man is constantly falling that they now put him in rubber shoes, sneakers. 
but they won't say anything about it. There's something wrong with his gate that he can't go up Air Force One. He has to go through by the servant's entrance, but they won't say anything about that. They want you to think that everything is okay. So I was glad that Trump pointed that out, and that is the reason why I'm pointing it out tonight, because the media will not point it out. That is the reason why we're pointing out tonight that Nikki Haley is using or she's asking independents and Democrats to vote for her to switch over and vote for her to stop Trump. It would be one thing if she were to say, vote for me because I'm the viable candidate. You have a place in the Republican Party, but she's not doing that. She's saying, vote for me because you hate Trump. Now, got to bring this up also. After Ron DeSantis bowed out, she came out and said, oh, I wish him well. No, you know she's probably pissed. Because she's probably saying, that son of a gun, he's messing this up for me. How dare he? No, it's like, but Nikki, you said this was a two-man two race between you and Trump. Although you're the only person who believed it. No, Trump has also came out and graciously said, wished uh, DeSantis well, knowing that he said that, and there's a place for him on my party. There's a place for him on my campaign, rather. He's already in the party. But see, the media, they won't play that up because they were fit to be tied, Andrew, when Ron DeSantis came out. And, you know, we, there was a warning that this was going to happen when that Saturday night, when Trump was doing his rally, and word came out that DeSantis had canceled an appearance on Meet the Press and an appearance with Jake Tapper. So people suspected that something is up. I kind of felt the same thing, but I'm like, oh, I'm not going to say anything about it because I think I even texted you about it, Andrew, and only to find out that Sunday evening that he's bowed out. And I had a suspicion that Trump's people were probably talking to Ron and saying, Ron, you're not going to win this. This isn't going to look good on you. If you want to save your political future, you should probably bow out now. Bow out graciously. Trump will give you a beautiful send-off. Do it now because there is no path for you. Just bow out. Nikki has said that she's not going to debate you unless Trump is on the stage. She only wants Trump on the stage so that she can ignore you or she's hoping that you and Trump will go at it. So bow out graciously. And he did. But man, the media, as we said during the first block, they were up in arms. They were angry. Can you imagine what Karl Rove was thinking when that happened? Can you imagine what Jeb Bush was thinking? I mean, all these party bigwigs, never Trumpers, deep staters, the establishment, were probably fit to be tied because they wanted to keep him in, knowing that he probably wouldn't ever have been able to best Nikki Haley in New Hampshire, considering her game plan. No, maybe in South Carolina, but Trump is going to clean up in South Carolina in two weeks' time. So it's the only thing we're looking at right now, Andrew, is tonight. And, I mean, at any given point, they'll probably call it for whomever. And as you said, you think it's going to be Trump. I hope it is. I hope he just mops the floor with her. And then once it's said and done, I hope she just goes away. She can come out with a conciliatory apology and say, you know, I, I thought there was an opportunity for me here, but there wasn't. And I know I've said a lot of things, but now it's time for the party to unify. And you know something else, Andrew? I think there was there was a warning sign that this was going to happen with Ron DeSantis. I think on Friday when you called to my attention that he had said that he would support Trump 
if Trump became the nominee. And if and if he backed, I think if he uh, you know bowed out, that he would support Trump. So him saying that, Andrew, I think that was the beginning of the end. I think he was beginning to realize that there isn't a path for me to win here. And he even said that when he dropped out, uh, that he didn't want people to continue to send him money when he knows that there wasn't a path. He didn't want people to continue putting all their efforts in supporting him when there was no path. And I commend him for that because some people like Nikki Haley, they don't care. They're going to stay in. They don't care how much efforts you're putting in this, although she knows herself that she's not going to win, but she's not going to tell you because she's going to tell you to keep going, keep going, keep doing it, keep doing it. That's the kind of person she is. So I think that speaks volume for him realizing that, you know, yeah, you came up short in New Hampshire. And the other thing folks have got to realize is that he spent a lot of money in New Hampshire. He had a solid ground game in New Hampshire and nowhere else because I think he was hoping that if I win New Hampshire, people will jump on board and I will be able to win. I'm not New Hampshire, but if I win Iowa, people will jump on board and I will be able to win New Hampshire and then possibly make a decent showing in South Carolina. But other than that, as you said, Andrew, the name recognition wasn't there. There was simply no path for him. So him buying, bowing out on Sunday. I think was a gracious thing. And he didn't have a choice. Nikki Haley has some deep pocketers. She has the, I think the guy, the, the founder of Home Depot, Ken Lagon, who's supporting her. And he's saying that, you know, he's going to take a wait and see, look to see what happens after New Hampshire before he continues writing checks. But I'm sure you'll have some like the Koch brothers who will probably just like, oh, well, if she wants to stay in there. We're going to keep doing it because we want to protect ourselves. We want to, we want the deep state to keep running. As opposed to looking at this and saying, it's time to all rally behind Trump. And Andrew, I think if they were to do that, Democrats would see that, okay, this party is unified. They're unified. And what will be our next step? They're going to play up the Jan 6. They're going to try to bring up more charges against Trump. And that's when we need the Supreme Court to step in and say, guys, it's time to stop. Now, Trump coming out saying this, that the Supreme Court doesn't have any other choice but to, say, keep him on the ballot and to end a lot of this stuff, which would really uh, put a stop to Jack Smith if they come out and say, okay, he has immunity. He has immunity. A lot of people don't like it. Well, no, he's saying he committed a crime. No, he's not saying that. But he's saying the decisions that I make is for the country. And the decision that he made on Jan 6 to say, wait a minute, something happened, something nefarious happened with the election, and we need to look at it. He was within his rights to say that. And he should have said it. Because we know now that something did happen, and China probably had a play in it to help Joe Biden win. And this all needs to be exposed. But they want to keep that from being exposed by locking him up. And Andrew, we can't, we can't allow it. We can't allow it. And one more thing, this whole thing with Trump saying about bedlam, that if the Supreme Court doesn't rule the right way, there will be bedlam. Of course there's going to be bedlam. And that's at the result of Joe Biden. Joe Biden has created this. Joe Biden has created activists that are lying in wait, waiting to attack the same way they did during 2020 after the George Floyd murder. You had Antifa uh, just lying in wait, covering their faces, waiting to attack anyone that didn't agree with them. Look at what they did to the Supreme Court justices when they ruled against abortion. 
And who was going to protect them? Merrick Garland wasn't going to protect them. So yes, there would be bedlam, and it would be the bedlam coming from the Democrats. Because remember, on election day, they said that if if Joe Biden does not win, oh, they're going to tear down the country. And remember, they had police coming out, putting a bear cage. They were telling people to go home early out of fear. Trump supporters didn't tear anything down. But had they not been successful, Andrew, in stealing the election, Joe Biden supporters would have destroyed this country. They would have burned it down. Do not doubt us when we say this. And this is what we're up against now. So the media is saying Trump will create Bedlam. No, it will be the Democrats. And they have done it. And we see them doing it even with the Israel Hamas. Look at the Bedlam that they're creating. Do not be deceived. The Democrats are a dangerous group and they are waiting to destroy this country. Andrew. Yeah, very well said. It's hard to believe, but we're all out of time. Thank you for joining us once again on After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is on America Out Loud, available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you stream, or you can go to americaoutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. Bye.